Yo, what's going on, people? And welcome back to the Blockchain Enterprises podcast. I'm your host, Digi, and the aim of this podcast is to show you how anyone can start a business, find their dream job, or develop a revenue stream in this emerging blockchain industry. Most, if not all of our guests, started with just an idea, a few hundred dollars, and a Twitter account. Before we meet today's guest, Here's a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you in assistance with our sponsors Crypto.com and Uhodler. Our first sponsor Crypto.com is a well-established platform and their mobile app offers the following features. A built-in exchange that lets users buy and sell 7 fiat and over 50 cryptocurrencies. A tiered debit card system that allows users to earn crypto cashback. Crypto Earn, which is a simple interest program allowing users to earn interest on any deposits held on the platform. And so much more, including their free-for-free promotion. You can check out the link in the description below for a $50 sign-up bonus. So go ahead and sign up today. Our second sponsor, Uhodler, is a fintech platform focused on crypto backlending with fiat, crypto and stablecoin loans available. Users are able to perform crypto to fiat and crypto to crypto conversions as well as open high-yield savings accounts for any crypto deposits. The platform supports the top 20 coins and tokens, and the app can be found online at uhodler.com or via Android or iOS applications. Sign up today to try their original multi-hodl tool, which is a unique feature powered by crypto-backed loans, and it helps users take advantage of crypto market volatility in either direction. With fewer fees than other margin trading platforms and an overall clean and simple look, MultiHodl is an efficient way to multiply your crypto portfolio. You can check out the link in the description below to get more info or sign up to their platform. Today, we'll be speaking with Bay Abbott, the CEO at Bixi. Bixi is a centralized cryptocurrency exchange offering both fiat and crypto trading pairs based in the US. So let's go ahead and speak with Bay. Yo, what's going on, people? And welcome back to the Blockchain Enterprises podcast. Today, we're joined by Bay Abbott from the Bixi Exchange platform. Thank you very much for joining us. How are you, Bay? Digi, I'm happy to be here, man. Uh, doing well. Great stuff. And uh, thank you very much for, for taking the time out of your day. Um, before we jump into to your role at Beaksy and what you do, um, one question we always like to ask our guests is like, how did they get involved in the uh, the crypto space? So do you want to tell us a little bit about what your first experience yeah, was? Most definitely. Mine was, uh, it's a pretty interesting story. So uh, here in Chicago, like in 2016, I would say, uh, towards the end of 2016, uh, one of my really good friends is Bitcoin Birch. Uh, and I, you know, kind of watched him get into it. And I was a little bit skeptical at first. I was like, eh, you know, I don't really know. 
and then I just saw the entire sales floor at the company that I worked for. They didn't even, I mean, calls were getting made, but every screen on it had crypto, mm-hmm. right? And everyone was like, oh, are you getting this coin? And you get in this one, you know, THC, I remember that one. And then uh, ICX and all of them, all right? I mean, and that's right at the time that like AntShares rebranded. So I was just seeing that and I, you know, I was kind of almost the last one on board, but I was like, all right, you know, I'm putting my hands up. We're going, we're going into it, right? So uh, and then, you know, I worked uh, with Bitcoin Birch on uh, Bitcoin Bravado. Uh, that was the company at the time. Uh, now it's Stacked Invest. And uh, we, my role there was to kind of look at ICOs, right? Mm-hmm. Upcoming ICOs. And, and uh, especially since they were the craze at that time, I would really do a deep dive, right? And kind of see if there were, there were fundamentals behind it, right? Are they looking, do they have a plan to, you know, uh, get traction, generate revenue, right? Not just you know, exit scam and then run away with all your money. Right. So that's, that was kind of my role. And, uh, you know, I saw that produce results. So that's kind of how I got started. Fantastic. I mean, it's a very interesting story because it, it goes to show like, you know, even if you're first getting involved in crypto, if you can find a niche and something you're good at, it can then help you get involved and working with other people. Um, we touched on in the beginning in the intro that you're from the BTC exchange. Do you want to tell us um, how that came about and what you what your role is there? Yeah, so um, right after, well, how it started was I was uh, introduced to you know the old founder and then uh, also the old head of marketing uh, right at a time that I'd gotten back uh, from a you know trip that I'd taken and. Uh, Bitcoin Birch was like, Hey, do you want to, you know, come, come and meet these people with me? And I was like, yeah, sounds good. So I worked for him for, uh, about two years, uh, doing, you know, partnerships and listings and whatnot, and then trying to make some relationships in the space. Uh, I did sales for about five years. So that was kind of my strong suit, right? Getting to know people, meeting people, extending relationships and whatnot. So, uh, after that, you know, we, um, so how I came to be about this, or, you know, in how I fell into this role was uh towards the middle of 2018 uh you know it's i don't think it's any surprise that things uh were deteriorating you know it's and that's not unusual for a startup culture especially mm-hmm. uh you know i mean things just people have never done this before right i mean they go into something and they they think that it's going to be you know i'm going to start an exchange it's going to you know be a binance it's going to be great and that's just not the reality of the situation right it's a lot of hard work mm-hmm. and so you know, we kind of looked at each other, uh, my co-president and I, and we we're like, well, you know, if this continues to go down this path, our friends, family, you know, token purchasers, everyone, all the relationships that we made in the space, it's just not going to be a situation that we really uh, want to be in, right? No one wants to be in that position where uh, people relied on you and then, uh, you know, it's something, you know, unfortunate happens, right? So, you know, we, we looked at each other and we made some calls and uh, we brought on a new shareholder, uh, brought in significant resources, uh, including like uh, he has about a 3,500 person team uh, spread out across the world wow. uh, and developers and, and marketers and SEO teams and everything that you can imagine. Right. So uh, literally the perfect person to partner with at that time. Uh, so, you know, he looked at us and he was like, you guys are, this is yours now, you know, you're in charge. So we have been leading the torch ever since. And, and, you know, there are obviously people behind the curtain that have done this for 25 years and plus, and, you know, uh, our chairman of the board has built two of the largest trading desks here in Chicago. So it's a really phenomenal team. 
Uh, but that's how I fell into the role uh, that I'm in now with Beatsy. Fantastic. Um, so yeah. we, t we talked about Beatsy is a crypto exchange. Um, there's a lot of exchanges out there. Do you want to tell us about some of the features on Beatsy that make the, uh, the platform different from the competitors out there? Yeah, so you think about an exchange, there are tons of them, right? Like you said, and what is your unique selling proposition, right? What do you, where do you uh, differentiate yourselves? And you think about when you introduce someone new to crypto, uh, where's the, I mean, where's the place that you personally, where would you tell them to go, right? What, what, someone new to crypto knows nothing about it. Yeah. And that's, that's Coinbase, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's like, most people will refer their friends and everything to Coinbase. And you think about, well, who's a real competitor to Coinbase? And it's, it's hard to think of a real, I mean, there are mm -hmm. ones, right? But is there really one major one, right? So the USP for BXC is easy, safe, and complete, right? And so easy comes down to like, when you go onto the exchange, because most exchanges that you go on, you go, okay, what do I do now, right? I mean, it's like, especially if you're new to crypto and, uh, you know, throwing around terms like Mimble Wimble and buying projects, like, you know, with all the protocols. And, and if you're new to crypto, you just go, I, I don't even know what to do, right? So if you confuse them, you lose them in that sense. So it's easy, right? That's that's one of the USPs is easy to use. Um, the second one is it's safe, right? No one's going to use a new exchange if they don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. So that comes down to our curve custody, which provides, as they quote, bulletproof protection for your digital assets. And then we have FDIC insured insurance on our USD accounts for uh, through our custodial prime trust, right? And we're going to offer, uh, you know, five different major fiat currencies. So euro, pound, yen, Australian dollar, Canadian dollar, and then USD. Wow. And then the last one uh, is a little more challenging to uh, define, but I think that, you know, being in crypto, you'll probably get it, right? Is it complete? Does it have the assets that you want to trade? Uh, does it come with the bells and whistles that are standard, you know, trading view, QR deposit codes? Uh, and does it have the order types, the advanced order types that people want to trade with, right? So uh, the USP for BXE is easy, safe, and complete. Fantastic. And it's, it's very interesting you mentioned the uh, the insurance side of things. Um, just for anyone out there listening, um, are you aware of any other exchanges that offer a, a similar insurance guarantee for their user funds? On the uh, so I, I'd have to double check on that because I don't want to say something that's, you know, incorrect. But I, I think that, um, not that I can recall off the top of my head. Fantastic. I mean, yeah, I mean, as soon as you mentioned that, I can't recall any exchange out there who, who stands by their, their USD deposits and insures them in such a way. So for anyone out there listening, especially coming up to a point where, you know, your price of your crypto is increasing, if you want to deposit your USD funds to an exchange, you have to be really careful in, um, in who you're choosing and I, I think that the the insurance element you mentioned there makes it very appealing for anyone who's who's not used BXE to, to definitely give them a go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on. So you know, working in a twenty four seven industry, especially as an exchange that's always open for business, um, do you want to tell us a little bit about your experiences um, and some of the challenges you faced? Yeah, so uh, the 24-7 aspect, that's an interesting one, right? I mean, that's pretty unique to crypto. So uh, it's really about having the uh, team that's globally you know, dispersed well enough to manage 
uh, issues that come up, right? Because if something goes off at two in the morning, I'm asleep, <laughs> right? So, and then also, even if I am asleep, do we have the monitoring in place to alert us, mm-hmm. right? So we use a service called PagerDuty. Uh, PagerDuty, I don't know if you've ever heard that, but it is the <laughs> most annoying sound probably in the world. <laughs> it, will, it will wake you up from your dead sleep, right? You're dreaming and you will be up in, in a minute. Right. So uh, we use a service called PagerDuty if something goes wrong. Uh, but, you know, it's really about it comes down to that monitoring. Right. Because if something goes wrong in the middle of the night, we need to make sure that uh, we address the problem in a timely manner and communication. I would say, you know, well, you know, just came to mind. But communication is very important. Right. Do the users know what's going on at mm-hmm. all times? And and we think, you know, monitoring and communication, I would say those are probably two of the challenges with a 24 seven business. Well, definitely. And I think for, for any exchange user out there, they don't really know where the exchange is based, but all they care about is that, you know, if, if they're logging on at their time for when they want to use it, that the exchange should be up. Um, they're not really conscious of whether the exchange owners are asleep or not. So I think you make a very good point about you know monitoring the, the uptime of the platform. And that must be kind of um, one of the most difficult elements of your business. Like, in terms of the um, the role um, you perform at, at Beaksy, like what what does a typical working day um, or week look like for you? Yeah, so uh, more so recently, I'll kind of give you uh, you know how it's been looking. So obviously, every Monday, you know, uh, call the team, outline the tasks for the week, triage them. Right, you want to make sure that you handle the best ones first, uh, and then. After that, you know, it's really about just waking up and planning out your day, right? So I get up in the morning, uh, you know, traditionally around five, six o'clock, somewhere in there. Uh, and then I'll literally plan my day down to, uh, you know, the 15 minute increment. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, everyone has their own things. I have found that this is successful for me uh, because I'll just block things off like, hey, at this time you need to be working on this. You know, at least I'm always, and if something comes up, I always try to get it done. Uh, you know, at least started at that time Mm -hmm. while it's on my mind, because then you are, you know, you're coming back to, and it's not just a blank canvas. So I'd like to do that. And then I would say, you know, from six in the morning till eight at night, um, you know, maybe with a couple of breaks in between, obviously like, you know, uh, it's, it's very important, you know, to work out, eat healthy, uh, especially when you're on this regimented of a schedule. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of what my work week looks like and, and what I've been adhering to recently. There you have it, guys. So for anyone out there listening, it's um, it's very much a long day when you're working in any crypto startup. But yeah, you know, it does, that's it, it, that's it, another. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess the other side of it, if you enjoy what you do, it doesn't feel like work, especially in this industry. It can be a lot of fun. Um, at I times. completely agree. I mean, I completely agree with you, right? I mean, it's it's just becomes a part of who you are, mm-hmm. right? I mean, a lot of a lot of people kind of define themselves by what they do, right? Where they work, uh, you know, the number one asked question when you meet someone is what do you do? Yeah. Right? And it, it's really empowering to be able to, to say something that, you know, you really believe in and you love what you do. So it, it, you're right. It doesn't feel so much like work. Most definitely. Um, building a successful crypto exchange is probably one of the hardest things to do in this industry. If anyone out there is listening, what advice could you give to anyone interested um, in launching their own exchange platform or, or wanting to work for an exchange? Yes, definitely. So launching your own platform. Uh, I could go on for days <laughs> about this, but uh, I'll, I'll highlight the two main ones. So 
you know, I think that it's very important that obviously if you're launching an exchange that people can buy and sell the assets, right? I mean, if no one can buy and sell, if there's no liquidity on the books, then it's like, well, what's, it's like running a shop, right? And you're selling products and your shelves are empty, right? That That's just, it's, you know, bad business, right? So I would say liquidity is very important. Getting a good liquidity provider uh, that has, you know, good uptime that knows what they're doing. Uh, I think that's very important. And then the second one is, I mean, you could, like we talked about in the beginning, you could be doing the coolest shit in the world, but if no one knows about it, then it doesn't matter. Right. So liquidity and marketing, you know, yeah, I think we need to, obviously we're doing great things, you know, and and now it's about telling all the different, uh, you know, target markets about all the great things we're doing. So I would say the two main things are liquidity and marketing. Fantastic. There you have it guys. Um, and I guess the other thing um, we talked about this off air, it's not as easy as what it looks as well. So everyone from the outside thinking it's, it's an easy industry to get involved and build an exchange. It takes a hell of a lot of hard work um, to, to get from from where an idea starts to, to where you guys are now. Um, just touching on that, how, how has the team grown um, at Beaksy since you launched and how many employees are currently working there? Yeah, so uh, I think that it, probably in the first question we talked about, uh, you know, the significant resources in terms of personnel mm-hmm. uh, that were brought on uh, to BXC via obviously the shareholder. Um, so, you know, the it's hard to almost quantify how many uh, people because I, I mean, I've interacted with well over 100, wow. right, that have done various tasks. Uh, and uh, that goes everything from the nurturing funnel all the way through the SEO website and, you know, the various teams. So direct, directly reporting on the Beaksy side, uh, obviously, I, th- I think we have like uh, 12 right now. So and then reporting, obviously, uh, on the other side, uh, there's well over 100. Right. So you look at this team and it has the capacity to scale quickly, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's uh, been an interesting ride for sure. Um, in terms of your your current employees um, and, and the future ones, what sort of qualities do you look for someone who wants to work at your your platform, your exchange? Yeah, definitely. Um, so versatility is obviously big because when you're working at a startup, you wear a ton of different hats, <laughs> right? I mean, uh, you probably know. Uh, I, I've now become an amateur designer. I don't know how that happened, but I you know went to school for finance, international business, and now I'm a designer. So you know, it's just you never know what role you're going to fall into. Uh, but there's this term called GS, GSDers, uh, and that means get shit doneers. Uh, and those are, you know, the type of people that have the initiative to move things forward on their own. Uh, and it's something that uh, it makes it, it makes really good salespeople and, uh, you know, in various industries and whatnot. But it, um, I think it's super important when you're looking to hire someone, mm-hmm. right? It, it, like, do they have the initiative where I'm not going to have to hold their hand all the way through, right? Can you, can then you think about a task and then present that task and then execute on that task, right? So it, it's really about, especially when you're in the beginning, right? So uh, that's kind of what we're most focused on acquiring right now, right? Because it, I could say like, Hey, we need you to help with this thing but that could change tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? So it's really about finding that that broad, versatile person that gets stuff done. I, I love that term, a GSD, um, just get shit done. Yeah. <laughs> I think it sums up this industry perfectly, is like if you're able to get something done and just be consistent at it, you're heading for great things. Um, 
Just touching on, like, you know, we talked about how many people are working at Beaksy and what sort of qualities you look for. If anyone yeah. is, uh, um, out there is listening and interested in, in working in crypto itself or working in blockchain, um, what advice could you give to the listeners on how they can best use their skills? Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, it's really about what value do you bring, do you bring to the marketplace, mm-hmm. right? What, what niche can you find that serves... Uh, a useful purpose for people that are, you know, out, everyone out there, right? Who's your target market? What's your what's your purpose, right? I, I decided to make mine in ICOs. Obviously, ICOs are not there anymore, uh, but it's like, you know, that's that's kind of how I got my foot in the door, right? I found I found some interest, and it's it's super interesting. Uh, you know, I was getting a lot of, uh, I, I guess I would say like satisfaction, but that's not kind of the word. It's kind of like the the ping in your brain, right? Mm-hmm. When someone, especially in the beginning, right? When I was like putting things out on these ICOs on Twitter and my posts were getting likes, it was like that little like ping in your brain, you know, like you get another way and it's like that, that almost motivated me right in the beginning. So it's, I think it's really about finding your niche and then uh, what value do you, do you bring to the marketplace? Fantastic. So there you have it guys. Um, if anyone out there is listening, you know, just, um, just find what you're good at and just be consistent at it and put it out there. And I'm sure you can find your way in this space. It's been very interesting to, to hear your journey, Bay, and, and where you've come from, what you guys do, um, <clears throat> what the life is like working at a crypto exchange. Just as we wrap up here, when, where do you see the biggest opportunities for growth over the next couple of years in this industry? Yeah, so um, I think that I, you know, I kind of did some thinking about this question and uh, obviously, you know, you could rattle off things like DeFi and other innovative things that are happening in the space. But what what I really thought about and what's needed is, and especially about what I've been learning, is educate, 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 right? You confuse them, you lose them. And I think that, uh, especially at this point in time, and, and I'm going to you know think bring this back to a story that I actually have. So the president of Ukraine, uh, what he did to win the presidency is he was on, he had a show on TV, right? And it was kind of like a, a comedy show. And uh, everyone for years saw him as the figure of the president on TV, right? So when he ran for president in Ukraine, he won by a landslide, right? So, so it's like, it's like, yeah, I mean, we're putting out, you know, articles and, you know, Coinbase is putting out this and Gemini and all these different places are putting out articles and Binance, you know, but is that really moving the needle, right? For the, for the mainstream, is that really moving the needle to get people into crypto? Because right now, it's mostly, I mean, you think about crypto and it's like, well, is the use case speculation or like, how do we actually move by that, past that, right? So, uh, and it's and it's innovative ways like that in terms of education that I think haven't really been explored. So I, I didn't want to just necessarily cop out with the education answer and mm-hmm. I kind of want to give my, you know, some more of an explanation. But I really think that the more people learn about how revolutionary blockchain technology is really then you know they'll they'll come on board right so i I think it's about that innovative marketing i think that's a great answer and you know i think you really hit the nail on the head with this is and you know we talked about this multiple times throughout the uh, the interview today is is making people aware of what's going on if they don't know then they're just not likely to to get involved or or ever you know um move any, any further forward right that's it. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, I mean, you, you hit the, the, the nail on the head there too. Fantastic. 
Okay, cool. Right, just as we um, we say goodbye here, if anyone's interested in checking out the Beaksy platform, do you want to tell us a little bit about where they can find um, the exchange and also how they can uh, find any socials for yourself as well? Yeah, absolutely. So you can uh, find the exchange at Beaksy.com. Uh, we really tried to distill the process and make it e easy as possible, right, for, for especially newcomers to come in and uh, try crypto for the first time. Uh, and then, all, you know, we want to make sure that we have it's complete, right? Does it does it have everything that the <clears throat> traders that have been here for a while need? So uh, BC.com, you can find us on Twitter, uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, on all the socials. So, you know, we're there if you want to if you want to follow us. Fantastic. So there you have it, guys. Um, I would definitely recommend checking out the platform. There's a whole host of cool features available on there. That will really get you um, wanting to, to 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 trade and um, and pretty much just use it as you know your 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 go to exchange for the future. So yeah, I definitely recommend checking it out. And um, thank you very much for coming on, Bay. It's been it's been a pleasure to hear your story, and hopefully we can have you back on again soon. Yeah, did you? I appreciate it, man. This has been great. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Blockchain Enterprises podcast. We hope you can get inspired from Bay's story and his advice. If you wish to get more information, you can check out his socials or message him on Twitter in the links provided below. Finally, if you're interested in learning more about how to generate revenue streams in the crypto space, or if you're interested in becoming a sponsor of our podcast, then visit our website at www.blockchainenterprisespodcast.com.